Hey y'all, it's Jen, your host of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast and CEO of Success Beyond the Lens, a business management and marketing company for photographers. On this podcast, I'm going to be giving you the actual tips and advice I use every day to run my clients' businesses. I'm also going to be interviewing some awesome professional photographers, marketing experts, Facebook ad gurus, and so many more to ensure you are running a well-rounded business. So grab your coffee or your wine or maybe a glass of water and let's dive in. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining on another episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. I am Jen, your host, of course, and I am so excited to introduce to you all another amazing member of my team. Her name is Gracie. She is our social media assistant. And I'm so excited for you guys to meet her, listen to her, and find out all of the things that she does for our clients. So Gracie, thank you so much for coming on. If you can take a second and introduce yourself, I would love that. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm very excited, not really sure what to expect, but so happy I could be a part of this. Like you said, I do the social media, I do engagement, I do some post scheduling, just every little behind the scenes thing that goes into social media. And I love it, honestly. It's not, some people think it's tedious, but I, I just find a lot of satisfaction from it. So. Awesome. So to give you guys a little bit of backstory on Gracie, she and I met each other kind of like through a different avenue. Normally I get people on my team from the online space. It's referrals from, you know, clients and friends or hiring forums, that kind of thing. And Gracie and I met actually through her husband who worked for my farrier and are and a farrier, just so my non-horsey people know, <laughs> is the person who gives my horses pedicures every week, eight weeks, even though I get one a year. <laughs> so, so unfair. It is unfair. So that is how I, I met Gracie. Her husband used to listen to me chat about the business when they were out doing the horses. And he was like, oh my gosh, you have to meet at the time girlfriend. She's amazing. She's going to school for marketing. She would be really great at this. And for the first like few months, I'm like, my business isn't quite there yet. I'm not sure where I would have her fit. And then last year, right before COVID hit, we finally got a chance to connect and she blew me away. She came into the business and was like taking care of things left and right. And then unfortunately, because of COVID and the dip in my own business, we had to part ways for a while. And then as things started picking back up at the beginning of this year, I was so excited to bring her back into the team. And she is probably one of the best, like, sees a problem and fixes the problem before it ever comes to me that I have on my team. Like she is like, Hey, so, uh, so-and-so needs like three posts for next week. And I don't see anything in here. You want me to like hop in and take care of that? I'm like, yes, dear Lord, please. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She's phenomenal. I just have to sneak in and say, most of that is because of your management style. You just make me and I'm sure everyone else on the team feel so empowered to do stuff like that. And that's hard to find. So thank you. Oh, well, thank you. That means so much to me. So tell me a little bit um, about your role in the business, in the company, in your own words, and what do you like about it? So I would say my role is, 
it starts at creating the content sometimes. You know, sometimes you come in and write the caption and pick out the pictures and I come in right after that. But there will be times that I started all the way from scratch. So I'll pick out some pictures, write a caption. I will plug in the hashtags that I've done research on to make sure they fit the client's needs. Then I will go in and schedule it so that it comes out at their desired time. Once it's scheduled, I'll come back in the account from the Instagram side, answer any comments that happen to be on the post. And from there, I will just continue engaging with people who are already followers of that page or do some exploring through related hashtags, try to find some other accounts that I think would be good fits for their target audience. So it depending on the day, it's all the way from the inception of the post to growing everything from the other side. So absolutely. And let me tell you guys, so we ended up getting a couple new social media accounts at the beginning of the year. And I knew like there was no way that we could give them the service that I like to give our clients by myself, hence bringing Gracie back into the fold. So with these couple accounts, we have implemented some new things. Of course, I, I brought Gracie in, and then I also implemented system changes with my own business. And so I've been tracking their analytics really, really closely uh, since the beginning of their contract. And their analytics have been absolutely amazing. Like these are the best analytics that I've seen within businesses that we've worked with in the company. And I really think that has a lot to do with the fact that I have somebody on the team that can really take the time and dig into hashtags because they're so important. And she doesn't only do the hashtag research for the hashtag banks that we use, but she's also going through and using those hashtags as a strategy to reach out to new accounts, interact with new accounts, and continue building those relationships within our clients' communities, which is the key to social media growth. So tell me what a, I know you kind of touched on it, but tell me what a day in the life for you looks like when you're engaging with Instagram accounts. So let's say, just as an example, I'm doing one of our photographers that focuses mostly on senior portraits, but also does some other areas. So I will first log into that account, check on all of their posts, see if they have any comments that need to be replied to. And of course, I do all that in mind with the information that they give you on I think it's the Dubsado form where they talk about their target market and how they want their brand to feel. So I'll answer comments with that kind of personality in my tone. After that, I'll either go through people who liked the picture that maybe I know haven't been clients of theirs before, and I'll go and engage with their page a little bit, like a couple pictures, then go to the regular timeline, find some people who look like They could be in certain stages of life where they're about to get pictures done. Like maybe they have kids in school that are getting close to their senior year, or maybe they have a son or daughter that's about to have their first child. They're just, they're little things that you can look for, but the key is just making it simple in your mind. If you open an account and you look at it as there are millions of people on Instagram, how am I supposed to know who to engage with? If you just make it simple and you know your target audience, you know the kind of people that are 
likely to engage with you and you're not wasting your time just combing through so, so many accounts. But that's that's a pretty typical engagement day is just finding those people who fit those standards and starting a conversation with them. Awesome. So I know that you just graduated college. Can you tell me about that experience? I really want our audience to get to know you, not only as, you know, the person you are on the team, but also you as a person. Like, what are your interests? What did you go to school for? All of that fun stuff. What are your goals with your degree? So um, my college education is a bit of a long story. (laughs) So I started at the University of Kentucky. That's why we were living in Lexington. And that's why Isaac was your farrier. I started at the University of an equine science major, hoping to go into maybe the rehab side of it, or maybe even the marketing side of an equine business, just because I'd grown up around horses. And I kind of thought that was the natural path for me. But the further I got into college, the more I realized that I don't have to do that. If I don't want to, I'm, you know, I can branch outside of those businesses, but I was still really enjoying that equine degree. So. Around that time, Isaac and I started taking a martial art together. This was largely because he was on the road a lot, being a farrier, and we just wanted something that I felt like I could be safe if I was out when he was four hours away. So long story short, we fell in love with it, just head over heels. So we actually changed our whole goals to open our own studio one day so that we could teach because we just, we wanted to go that far with our learning that we could then teach other people. So at that point, I switched to a business degree through the University of North Alabama. So I did that fully online because we were still in Lexington. And despite what a lot of people say about virtual learning, it's, it was perfect for me. You know, I know it's not a good fit for everybody, but for me, it was good to just have the ability to block off my own time to get done what I needed to get done. And then I could go and focus on other areas of my life. So with that degree, it helped me a lot as Isaac and I opened our business. So we opened in July of last year in the middle of the pandemic. Right. So that was an adventure. But the type of our business did us a lot of favor because we teach private lessons so we can be one-on-one, we can be six feet apart. Most people are fine with wearing a mask and all of that. But besides the point, with that degree, that really helped me know where we needed to go as we started the business. So we knew how to get our licensing. We needed, we knew what type of company to be and how to take the steps to protect it as we started growing and how to really get started in marketing. And then my experience with you helped me with the marketing a lot. So all of that just kind of came together and we're, we're doing great now. I mean, we're running strong, we're growing every single week. So I'm really proud of it. But my ultimate goal is just to continue growing there. And outside of that, about me, that's so much of my life. (laughs) Um, Outside of that, I have an off the track thoroughbred. So X racehorse, his name is Rory. He is my buddy. I've owned him for nine years now. So we very much have a love-hate relationship. But <laughs> he's, he's a grumpy old man now, and I love him to death. So that's me. Awesome. I love that. 
And I think it's so cool that you and Isaac just kind of like went for it. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think it's incredible whenever I see anybody who just kind of goes off the beaten trip path and like, all right, this is what I want to do. I want to make it happen and jump off the cliff and build the airplane on the way down. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it was. We, we came to a point where we had a choice to either do it now or find another way to wait for a couple of years. So right. we were like, all right, I guess it's happening. And we figured it out. So <laughs> That's amazing. So what is your favorite aspect of working with Success Beyond the Lens? I think the fact that I can apply so much of it to other areas of my life and then vice versa. So to me, it isn't a job. It's another way for me to learn about people and about managing a different kind of business and just developing my own mindset, I guess is a good way to say it. So like I said earlier, if you can make something simple in your mind, then it's a lot easier to develop from there. So if you understand something well enough that you can make it simple, then you can see what's missing and where you need to focus your energy so that you're not wasting time. I also have another philosophy that's uh, the grass is greener where you water it. Mm -hmm. So I love that one because it just, it reiterates that where you put your energy is where you're going to grow. So if you're putting all of your energy into the wrong things, instead of that personal or professional development, then you're not going to see the results that you've been waiting on. Right. So I think my ability to take ideas that I get, that I see working with you and apply that to our own business or even apply that to my writing, that helps me put my energy in the right place. I think that's that's definitely my favorite thing. It's just the crossover because it's not a job. It's it's really fascinating to me. Well, good. I love that, and I think it's I think it's so important. I think the point that you made that it's like the the grass is green where you water it. I think that's one of the key things that I've taken away in the last like four or five months that we've really picked things up with the social media side of the business is our clients have really been able to see the return on their investment because we're really taking the time to engage and grow their audience. Like I can write social media posts. We write social media posts all day long and it's great. And they're growing the audience because of the hashtag strategy. But the clients that we have that you're engaging with their audience has seen a higher return on investment because we're really taking that time to, to grow that account, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And you're doing such a great job at it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and letting us get to know you and your role in the company. Where can our audience hang out with you? My personal account, if you want to see a bunch of pictures of horses, is I think it's Grace underscore Rivers and Rivers has two S's or our business account for mine and Isaac's personal business is called Mad City Kenpo. That's K-E-N-P-O. And that's most of our social handles. So if you're interested, yeah, that's where we are. 
Awesome. Well, I will be sure to add those links into the show notes so that you guys can give Gracie herself and the business a follow. They're definitely uh, worth looking into. And if you are in the, it's it, where is it at in, you said Northern Alabama, right? Yeah. If you're in that area, then absolutely give them a look because they're amazing. I've known, I've known Mm -hmm. them for a while now and they're really good people. All right. So I always like to wrap up our episodes with three quick quote unquote questions. The first one is what is your favorite quote? I would say the grass is greener where you water it. And I have no idea who said that, but it has given me a lot of clarity. Definitely. And what is your favorite business tool? I guess I would have to say Instagram. That's really the main one that we use and where we see the most return. Yeah, definitely. And my very favorite question, if you and I were to go to grab drinks where you're at, where would we go and what would we have? Ooh, I think we would have to go to a place called Campus 805. It's an old elementary school. In oh, my gosh. Area. And so there are a couple of different bars. There's a speakeasy. And I think we'd have to have a flight of everything. I love it. That is awesome. I have been wanting to go to a speakeasy for... Well, okay. I can't say forever. I started watching Riverdale last year when I was quarantined and their whole speakeasy. I'm like, well, now I need to go to one because I didn't even know these were a thing. Uh Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for coming on and you guys go give her a shout, check her out and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. If you love what you heard today, could you do me a favor? Could you grab a screenshot of the episode and then send it over to your Instagram stories and tag me at Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I love hearing from our audience to see what you guys are loving. And if you really love me, if you could go over to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review, I would appreciate it so much. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week.